Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at well, Matt, fellow adventurers, I've just gone back to Hawklaw and something has turned up. A short while ago, worlds away, the edge of the plain of screams in a long forgotten, likely never known, realm within the dark vastness of the Netherless. Perched on an outcropping of black rocks sits the fortress of a mighty bone-crowned lord. The sorcerer trembled as he approached the ogre's throne. He was not in reality a timid man, though his well-researched had, act had for so long served to suit his subtle purposes. Might I ask if there has been any word from some timony? Enormous. Knows nearly everything about the bulky immortal beast. The creature that to his mind was utterly unfit to wield the power that fortune has laid at his clawed feet. It has been quite some time since we last heard any. Just the notion of a withering glance. The perceived, cre- the perceived crease of the o- seated ogre's levelly brow was all it took was all it took to stop the oak the sorcerer mig sentence the slight robed man his trembling now now more pronounced swiftly bowed and took a step back forgive me my, my lord he said his voice barely above whisper i do not intend to interrupt your solitude woundskin sighed deeply the sound akin to that of a sudden rush of winds swept through the cold chamber along the broad, lightless passage that led to the heart of the dark fortress. Solitude is for now an impossibility, he grumbled, turning his gaze to the blackened landscape through which the tall arch visible through the tall arch window before his throne. You forget, in your vexing simplicity, that your world is but one upon thousands upon which my notice was poor. You must try to remember that, so that you do not need to hear the blathering of your mortal allies to confirm for me my suspicions of your failure. Glorious. Glorious straightened up and cleared his throats. 
a sinking feeling washed over him. And for a moment he feared that at last exhausted the immortal ogre's patience. This would not do. There was too much left to be done. The sorcerer had painstakingly plotted his insurrection for too long. We have yet to lose even a whisper of the force at our, uh, I mean, your command, my lord, he said, his voice dropping into its well-practiced wavering. Our targets thus are being insignificant. Do they have drawn some attention? You need only tell me where next to strike. Do not delude yourself, Glorus. Goonskin's deep, sinister voice rolled through the chamber like the rumble of distant thunder. I am not blind to the ambition that cripples you. The ambition that will likely prove your undoing. The ambition that allows you to entertain your increasingly dangerous notions. You are not as you are not as subservient as you would have me believe, and not as clever as you hope. The immortal ogre's words struck fear into the sorcerer's heart. Though Gnorius had long planned for the possibilities, possibilities, motives, however masked, would be uncovered. If you would allow me, my lord, he replied, quickly regarding his wits, I would suggest that you mistake my piteous envy for ambition. Why would I ever seek, attempt to seek out which I cannot possibly, which is impossible to obtain? At long last, at long last, silence followed his soft. A long silence followed his softly spoken words. A smothering quiet, bony oak opened by the expelled breath of the great throned ogre. His eyes remained fixed on the nightmarish realm outside. Nothing is impossible, he said. At last, clutching the arms of a great chair that bore his tremendous bulk, when you face a path for eternity, impossibility is tempered by countless interaction. That to which you inscribe impossibility in the finite becomes, in the infinite, most probable. You would be wise, Glorus, to do my bidding, to fret and to fret. Over little else. For several long tense minutes, a deep silence hung over the throne room. More than once, the great room marked ogre stirred on his grand chair, giving the impression he would immediately rise, but he did not. In the end, he broke, broke the unsettling quiet with a heavy nod. Dispatch your next wave, he says, looking out the window before him, away from the frail saucer. My prize again approaches. Let this be the greatest chest we have yet casted her. Go glorious. Do what I have bidden, and leave me to my solitude. As you command. As you command, my lord. Glorious did not wait for a response. He knew that one would not be forthcoming. Instead, he quickly bowed and hurried out of the chamber, prepared to carry out an ought he dared not disobey.
one he would certainly augment. His plans, intricate in their details and exacting in their execution, were quiet he allowed his master to be suspicious. The time was drawing nigh, he realised, when even Woundskin, in all his unfathomable might, might prove only a harmless annoyance. The sorcerer's long-awaited ascension was nearly at hand, and it was to begin to today in Hawklaw. The present. As you approach Hawklaw, moving steadily southward along the meandering road that climbs through the forested hills north of the village, your thoughts turn to the ongoing plights of those who call this region home. A recent string of grim attacks has plagued the area that, plagued the, that, that has plagued the area has cast a shadow over the hearts of those who live and toil in the many small settlements that dot the hard hills. While you hope that the newly established garrison Hawklaw, commanded by Captain Millark, will hope to restore a sense of stability and safety, you remain haunted by, by the unsettling notion darker days likely lie ahead. Suddenly, as if to embody your dreadful suspicion, a lone figure lurches out of the forest ahead and comes to stand in the middle of the otherwise empty road. Your pulse quicken and your eyes lock onto the all-too-familiar wood and iron being. The sudden appearance of the lone Otorok fills you with profound dread. Fearful that Hawklaw might once again be under attack, you move forward towards a silent figure with wood and iron, determined to leave it a heap, and reach the heart of the village with all possible haste, without right? equipping the oaken, oaken wad. You've covered less than ten y- yards when Yotorok turns and starts in your direction. A deserted stretch of road north of Hawklaw, you engage your fearless foe. This is an Otorok. Alright, I'm just going to find it manually. It's adapted to a plus 11. You know, I'm going to quick combat the rest of them. Because all Otorok fight the same. Quick combat. As the Otorok crumples into a pile of splintered wood and twisted iron at your feet, three more of its silent, fearless kid emerge from the woods that step and step onto the road. You hurriedly prepare to face this new threat. The first of the three Otorok moves to the melee range. Quick combat Otorok 103. 9 XP. The second Otorok steps over the twitching remains of the first and attacks. Quick combat. Another 9 XP. You step past, past the fallen Otorok and engage the last of your fearsome assailants. Quick combat. Another 9 XP. Not waiting to see if any more Otorok will emerge from the forest, you dash along the road towards Hawklaw, praying with every step that you are not already too late. You're nearly a quarter of a mile from the village when, the blue wind, when a blue-winged portal suddenly appears at the edge of the centre of the road. The black vortex, outlined by a thin arc of lightning, thick thin arc of crackling blue energy, emits a low, steady, pulsing hat sound. Standing only a few yards in front of the hospital, you quickly draw yourself into the offensive stance as the first Otorok begins to emerge. 
the magical gates in Key Court. Just gonna heal myself now. The first, there's a six-armed Oswald. The first to emerge from the portal steps out of the pulsing vertex and strides silently towards you. You bold your ground and engage your fearless though. Let's fight it manually first. The six-armed Oterox swipes as you with his iron tip wooden ring. It's adapted to a plus 11. Twice to stagger me. Keep going, keep going. And it is slain. 17 XB. You would an iron foe crumple, crumbles into a crumpled heap at your feet and quickly turn your attention back to the pulsing vortex. A six-armed vortex, the second to emerge from the portal, steps out of the pulsing vortex and strides silently towards you. You bravely hold your ground and engage your fearsome foe. Quick combat that. Another 17 XP. As the wooden iron pit foe crumples into a pulsing shattered heap at your feet, you quickly turn your attention back to the pulsing vertex. Here's O-Truck number three, it's just a regular one. 17 XP. Six armed, 17 XP. Number five, that's four legged. Another four legs for number six. Take a chance to heal. Glowing Oterok. 17 XP. The enchantments helped with that. Four legged. Another 17 XP. Number 9, just a regular one. 17 XP. I must have stunned it a bit. Alright, 17 combat experience and 512 experience to general. Certainly, four Otomaka words from the swirling black core of the portal. Call the portal in rapid succession. Four silent wooden beings step away from the blue wind gate. With a loud crackle, the portal closes. You watch with growing horror as the Otomaka turn to face each other and swiftly and swiftly and efficiently begin to move and reattach their various parts. Rapidly transforming to a massive four-legged wooden iron menace. The matter of seconds, a towering eight-legged Otrok, comprised of the parts of the previous four, is swiftly bearing down on you. It's a massive eight-legged Otrok. Begin combat. Alright. The massive Otrok strikes you with iron-tipped limbs. It's adapted to a plus eleven, but the oaken wad helps out just now. And it stuns it again. Keeps swiping out with its massive iron top wind. It keeps getting stunned. Alright. Alright, now I'm now it's more damaged than I am. Stat staggering blow, but it doesn't stop me. Again, it doesn't stop me, and again it doesn't stop me. Right, hand of healing. Just to finish it off, and it is slain. 74 experience. A lot of help from the enchantments. 512 experience to general. You step away from the tall pile of splintered wood and bent iron, and wipe away the sweat streaking down your brow. A grim silence, quiet, has replaced the crackle 
of the Eddie Wind portal, but the silence does not last long. The soft foot of a foot foot fall from behind sends a jolt through you. Instinctively spin around, drawing yourself into a defensive stance as you turn. Standing in the middle of the road, only a few yards from you, is a frail, bent man leaning, leaning on a tall wooden staff. It's a man you've seen before. A man you are certain is a treacherous sorcerer, Glenoris. But he's betraying not only humanity, but also wound skin. So, just going to see who... So we just got to make sure we, if we aid him, it's with the latter rather than the former. Although the latter does lead to the former. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Using his name, you angrily demand that Glorus call off the artwork and tell you to tell you to and tell you to what end he and his cruel master continue to play this continues to play these hills with their wooden army. Listen to me, he says in a wavering voice as his eyes narrow. Turn about and continue towards the village, he says. You'll find it no worse than when you last left it. As you pass around the last bend, pick up what is lying at your feet, tuck it away safely, and put it out of mind. When it is to serve its purpose, it will do it well. Every instinct rising up within you screams for you to leap forward and strike down the spectral trove cast where he stands, yet inexplicably something strays your hand. Suddenly, Gnora straightens up and twirls the tip of his staff. At once, the sorcerer begins to fade from view. You know nothing, he says, his voice becoming as shrill as he continues to fade. Perhaps the ends you seek are not so different from my own. Remember what I have said. With that, the sorcerer vanishes, leaving you alone on the road. Eager to see if he's spoken any truth, you hurry along the road towards Hawklaw. Your eyes peel for any further sign of the oat rock. As you round the last bend in the road, before reaching the village outskirts, you are suddenly... You suddenly draw to a halt. There, lying on the ground at your feet, is a thick, iron-banded wing. You clearly recall the glorious instructions to pick up and tuck the item away. You are now uncertain whether or not you wish to heed this command. Uh, let's pick it up anyway. 64 experience. You reach down and pick up the iron wing. It's the wound marked iron wing. It's armour for your finger, 
It is, of course, magical. Provides one, two melee weight, three melee weighting, two stamina points, and one level reserve. A long time ago, that was a powerful ring, but not anymore. Engraved on the thick iron band of this ring is a crude depiction of a clawed hand depicting clawed hand clutching an eye, the mark of wound skin. As your eyes close around the cold metal band, a jolt passes through your body. Despite this fleeting, unpleasant sensation, you do not sense the wing is, in itself, dangerous. With the item mentioned by Gnor- with the item mentioned by Gnorius now in your possession, you promptly continue towards the Hawklaw. Much to your relief, the words of Gnorius are proven true. You find no sign of any Otorok in or around Hawklaw. To make certain, you speak with several of the soldiers stationed at the newly established out- outpost, and they are quick to tell you that no Otorok has been sighted in the vicinity since you last encountered them in the ruins of Colonia. With that, you bid your soldiers farewell and make your way over to the stoneback, where you hope to find an empty chair waiting by the fire. 1,024 experience to general. Alright, and there's a new adventure now. What is there? North of the village. Well, we're only... We're not even 20 minutes in yet, so... Gonna save. And we'll do that one next. North of the village. You've gone less than 100 yards in the world. When you encounter the first sign the trail of the missing scouts. Let us begin. Not back yet? Thank you. I need nothing further. Captain Marlock dismisses his young page with a curt nod and turns to face you. I've had quite quite a report early this morning, he says, moving over to close the door to his womb as the page departs. A man travelling south into the village spotted what he thought were several of the Otorok on a nearby hill. I sent four men to scout out the air. And here we stand at midday with no word yet. With no word yet back. They should have returned long ago. Oh, I had a dot on my screen that let me look, think there was a column. They should have returned long before now. Before you can ask, you tell the cat. Before you can ask. You tell the captain you will head into the hills north of Hawklaw to see if you can locate the scouts. Or any sign of the Otorok they were dispatched to find. Captain Willark thanks you. He warns you to take care. And Willark tends to send a larger force out to search them. As I fear this may be some sort of ploy to lure us away from the village, he says. Report back to me as soon as you find something. And Sir Crokington, I say it again. Mind, I say again, mind that you take care. With growing apparition as to what you might find along your excursion, you set out from the village and trek along the meandering forest road that carves its way into the hills north of Hawklaw. After nearly two miles, you leave the road and plunge into the wooded hills to the west, hoping to, hoping to soon reach higher ground gain a better vantage point over the entire area. 
You've gone less than a hundred yards from the road when you encounter the first sign that suggests you're on the trail of the missing scouts. Lying at the edge of a small clearing, just to the south and east of the more open woodland that surrounds some of the nearby hills, are the smashed remains of three Otorok. Well, looks like we have an ally. Or I guess the scouts managed it. After making sure that no more of the wooden iron beams are lurking about, you move over to carefully examine the shattered remains. For you're not certain, it appears the trio of Otorok were destroyed with a heavy-bladed weapon. Possibly an axe. Who wielded it? Suddenly, from somewhere in the distance, the sound of something being struck rises into the air. A sharp sound, not dissimilar to that of an axe biting into the trunk of a tree, repeats nearly a dozen times before falling silent. At last, fading echoes of the sound passing through the forest forest around you, determined that it came from the north. You're about to head in that direction when you hear what sounds like something moving through the through the forest to the north and west. Head north and west. Not long I could have gone north, but I went north and west. Not long into your trek, you reach the end of a wide creep wide clearing. The topple trees, victims of fierce winds, as often we sweep through these hills, lie across the open path. You're about to skirt skirt around the edge of the clearing, continue on your way, when you suddenly spot movement to the west. Seven oats work, lurching silently through the trees and making their way into the clearing. Seems you haven't yet been spotted. Attack the lone Otowak. Oh no, attack the band of Otowak. Seven of them. Wasting no time, you move stealthily into the clearing from the south, taking up a concealed position that will allow you to ambush the Otowak as they path. Pass with your heart pounding, with every sense alert for any further sign of the wooden iron beings in the immediate vicinity. You breathlessly watch as the seven Otorocks steadily draw closer, picking a number. Bonus to 53. 19 from woodmanship, 10 from agility, 6 from luck, 18 from thievery. Got to get 100 or more, or they'll see me coming. Pick now. 152. Success. That's nearly as good as it could possibly have went. The Otorock are nearly 50 yards, nearly 5 yards past your hiding spot. When you burst from the thick foliage, launch a ferocious attack from behind. Your assault is swift and deadly, leaving leaving two Otorok in scattered heaps before the remaining four. Four have even turned to face you, emboldened by the account success of your surprise attack. You lean forward and engage the first of your four foes. Wait, I... I Dispatched two, but there were seven. Or was it several? Alright, quick combat number four. 25 XP. You step over the shattered and twisted remains of the first Hotrock and brazenly engage the second. Quick combat. The third, 25 XP. The third Hotrock is immediately upon you, striping out with its deadly iron tipped arms. Hotrock three or four. 25 XP. With sweat streaking down your brow and a growing ache in your lungs, 
you step forward and bravely engage the last of the four Ochoak. Ochoak 4-4. Quick combat. Just going to do some healing now. 25 XP and 128 experience as a general. As you step back from the six piles of wood and iron that mark the spots where the Ochoak fell, your eyes are drawn to a sudden flurry of movement to the east. Moving swiftly and silently through the clearing is a tall, broad-shouldered man. The man, gripping a heavy axe in his gloved hands, his head covered by a leather skull cap, halts his stealthy advance behind the trunk of a fallen ash. Suddenly, he turns to depart. Before he slips into the dense bramble on the side of the clearing, he reaches down and sets a small object on the clutch on the trunk of a nearby fallen tree. Then, casting a quick glance in your direction, he disappears into the undergrowth. Wasting no time, you move forward to examine what he has left behind. On the trunk of the fallen tree, next to the heaped remains of the slain motorwalk, you discover a small flat stone. The coin-sized stone, identical to those you already possess, is emblazoned with a mark of wound skin, which depicts a clawed hand clutching an eye. Believing the stone will prove to be of some importance, you eat down and take possession of it. There's another one of those. With the stone now safely in your position, you make a thorough search of the area. You find nothing of interest, a little that will serve to hint at the identity of the mysterious stranger. Content that you haven't overlooked anything, you return to the edge of the clearing, and begin to skirt around the opening to the north and east. As you make your way around the edge of the clearing, you're startled by the sound of voices from overhead. Moments later, four men, clad in a mix of chain and leather, stroll into view. Looks like they all got out. To Ben, who you immediately Recognised to be the four soldiers dispatched to investigate the Oshawak sighting, salute you with friendly waves. The four soldiers told you they encountered only a lone Oshawak and have seen no further sign of them for the last past couple of hours. The company of the four men, you turn and begin the trek back to Hawklaw. Upon your return to Hawklaw, you meet with Captain Millark in the newly established outpost. He thanks you for your help and listens with great interest as you relate him the details of the encounter with the old trunk north of the village. You decide not to make any mention of the axe-wielding stranger. We had uh, another sighting off to the east a little more than two hours ago. We've expanded the wage range of our patrols through it again. I fear stretching us so too thin. It's plain to me that the forces aligned against us are gathering. I can't see how it bodes well for anyone. Captain Millark says the more soldiers will soon be arriving in Hawkeye, and that he has dispatched a full account, account of the recent events to Talonus. Let's see what the Crown will see fit to do, he says. Now, enough on that. For now we must be content to wait and watch. And be thankful we have the strength to fight. Have you ever noticed, Sir Crookington? And perhaps I'm making too much of it. That trouble time again seems to come from the north? Yes, it's a silly notion. But when I thought 
What I give him thought to now and then? Oh well. Pay it no mind. Now, well then, how about some pay though? And that finishes this adventure, north of the village, with 1,024 experience to general and 64 experience to all skills and powers. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. And there's another adventure unlocked. On the road of Hawklaw, no way. It's called a brief encounter. But you know what? We've now Well, we've passed half an hour, I think that that's that's enough to be going on with. And we don't know how long that one will be, so for now, farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.